Hello everyone, this is Isaac Petrie. Welcome to the podcast. Be ready to be encouraged and enlightened as we discuss spiritual solutions for everyday life. Well, hello everybody. Good Thursday afternoon again. This is Isaac Petrie. And I am Iron Petrie. Welcome to Kingdom Conversations. Yes, sir. Want to give you just a moment to join us. We're going to be talking about, of course, a lot of the things that are going on in the earth. This is why we started Kingdom Conversations, because we wanted to be able to bring a kingdom perspective to the conversations that are going on in the culture and in the world. Can't talk about everything, but we do try to pick a couple of things to share with you about so that you can get a biblical perspective, so that you can get the right concept and the right information and the right revelation for what we deal with in the earth. So a lot of drama, mm. a lot of turmoil going on. And Absolutely. let me just say, it, it <coughs> didn't just start last week. I mean, it has been going on in the earth since Jesus Christ um, came to the earth, or actually since Adam, actually, but when Jesus came to the earth, brought the kingdom of God, the Bible says the kingdom suffers violence and the violent take it by force, which means as this kingdom begins to move throughout the earth, satanic opposition is going to hit it, and you're going to have to press into it. You're going to have to press. There's going to be a fight. Yeah. Paul told us that, that there's going to be spiritual warfare against principalities and powers, Ephesians 6 and rules of darkness of this age, spiritual wickedness in high places. Then Jesus told us in Matthew 24 mm. that there are going to be in the last days some times that are going to be very, very, very um, tumultuous and um, dangerous. Actually, Paul talked about perilous. Jesus said in Matthew chapter number 24 that there's going to be wars and rumors of wars, nations rising against nations. Mm. That, that Greek word for nations is the Greek word ethnos, where we get ethnic or ethnicity from. And so he says that as those days approach, one of the big issues we're going to have is ethnic against ethnic. We're going to have ethnicities fighting, and that's what's happening all over this world. Mm. Now, in America, <clears throat> it's been primarily black against white, but it's happening everywhere. It's, it's, it's in Africa. It's in, in the Middle East. It's in Israel. It's, it's all of these ethnic um, wars are basically what a lot of wars are about. And then you have religions coming against other religions. And so this is all in the last days. But the good news said that this gospel of the kingdom would be preached in all the world as a witness and then the end would come. So I got good news for you. This is going to end up in a good way because the kingdom's coming. Mm. And so that's what we want to talk about, kingdom conversations. Now, last night I ministered a message on dealing with all of the strife and division. I mean, you can put any name to it you want to, racism or sexism or, 
or, you know, what, whatever political, you know, spin you want to put to it, the bottom line is it's evil and it's wrong and it's the same spirit that's been in the earth. And so there's not just division, there's strife. There is killing, stealing, and destroying, according to John chapter number 10. And wherever you see that, you know it's the devil. Mm. Because the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So we got a bunch of killing, stealing, destroying. All of that going on. But last night, we tapped into the scripture in Galatians that explains why all of these things are going to be happening because it deals with the heart of men. And I want you to read that and then I want you to start elaborating because you said some stuff last night that just totally put it on the top shelf. (laughs) You you talked about some stuff last night. And so we're here to give you the word of God. We're here to give you the word on the issue. So go ahead and and read that. Uh, Sure. Uh, It comes from Galatians, of course, chapter 5, verse number 19, beginning with verse number 19. Very familiar passage of scripture to anybody who is biblically oriented, been in church any length of time. But it's where Paul begins to list in Galatians, uh, juxtaposed to the fruit of the Spirit, he lists yeah. the, the works of the flesh. And he says, now, the, the works of the flesh are manifest. Which I'm going to look that up and amplify it. Too, yeah. So it you says, can have that. It says, now, the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Manifest being obvious. Mm-hmm. In other words, so... Any work of the flesh is going to bear an obvious, notable, visual fruit, mm-hmm. right? You, you're going to see it. And he says, so the works of the flesh that are manifest are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. So he starts with this sexual category, if you would, mm-hmm. of, of, of uncleanness and, and sexual immorality and works of the flesh. Then he says, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, yeah. variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of which I tell you before, as I've also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And so he lists a lot of different things here, and he then gets to the end, as you said last night, and it's very true, where he says, and such like. Yeah, he just it's got just like, yeah, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah, at the end of the day. Anything like this. <laughs> at the end of the day. Anything that has to do with anything. Anything <laughs> that you see that is remotely related to these things are works of the flesh. But one of the things that jumped out at me as a work of the flesh that is apropos to our current times, what we're dealing with right now, is that, it is the word at the end of verse 20, heresies. Yeah. Now, when you read heresies, the initial thought and response of any person seeing heresies is to think of lies. Right. To think of something that's erroneous, something that is uh, antithetical to orthodoxy or, or, or teaching or tradition. It's a heresy. But in this particular uh, place, the word heresy does not mean that in this particular uh, co- context and setting. But heresy means actually to, it means disunion. Yeah. It means to, it means dissensions arising from a diversity of opinions and aims. Yeah. Now hold that right there because I'm going to read that same verse in the Amplified. And then I'm going to let him pick up and take it there because he showed me something last night that was amazing. It says in the Amplified you got idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, anger, ill temper, selfishness, and then it says division, dissensions, party spirit, 
factions, mm -hmm. sects with peculiar opinions, yeah. heresies. And so we know there is a a partying spirit as far as when it goes up here when he's talking about, you know, revelings and, you yeah, know, drunkenness, carousing, drunkenness and, yeah. and all of that. That's a party spirit. <clears throat> but then there's also a party spirit that deals with a spirit to part. Yes. Or cause division or cause parties or sex, factions mm -hmm. with peculiar opinions. Yes. So now... We need to deal with that party spirit also. So that's what you're reading, and that's why I wanted to pull it up and amplify it because it's right there. And then it goes back into envying and drunkenness and carousing yes. and all of that. Yes. So now read that definition one more time because he's saying the flesh does this kind of stuff. Yeah, so, so we're talking about dissensions or divisions or parties right. arising from diversity of opinions and aims. Or one other trend, I mean, one other definition for it is a body of men following their own tenets. Wow. Their own tenets, that is, their own right. principles of belief. And so what you see here and what the Amplified goes on to elaborate as a party spirit, we're talking about the tendency in the flesh. This is not the devil. Wow. The devil capitalizes off of it. Right. But it is the tendency of fallen man to party. Yeah. It is a tendency of fallen man to separate into groups and to uh, uh, become, if you would, bound in group identity. Right. It is our particular tendency as human beings. Uh, it's not just, when you, when, you, when you speak of race, when you speak of blacks and whites specifically, since this, this is the the big uh, topic of the, the hour. Um, the one thing that's the most easily ascertained as a difference between us is our skin color. Right. Now, sometimes what accompanies that difference in skin color is a difference in culture. Not right. all the time. Right. Sometimes blacks and whites can have the same acculturation. They can have some of the same values, same mm -hmm. beliefs. But there's a difference in this color, right? And so it's easily ascertained. But that's just one marker. That's just one line of delineation. Right that we make between us and tend to party along that line. And we tend to have our own set of beliefs, our own set of opinions. And one of the things that's also important is here our own aims, mm. our own goals, what we're after, what we're trying to secure, what we want. And so we find that a tendency of fallen man, the tendency of the flesh, once again, this is every one of us. This is you and me. Right. This is anybody. The tendency of the flesh is to want to partner for a particular goal or, to, or, to, or for a particular aim, generally some form of power yeah. or some form of accumulation of stuff yeah. or some type of, they, they, we want to always grapple and fight over control. That is the essence of man. I mean, we can't even, we can't even get out of the first four chapters of Genesis right. before we've had our first murder. Right. And race was no question there. Wow. There was not an issue there. Because it was his brother. Because it was, it was mom, dad, and their two boys. Wow. <laughs> right? So we have, no, we have no issue of race. We have nothing there. What we have is fallen man seeking to usurp control over another out of jealousy, out of envy, out of a sense of pride and insecurity wow. over what I offered versus my brother. And so 
we see that as a baseline. Wait a minute, man, because the pastor, mm-hmm. uh, I know, I know y'all telling him that. Wait, wait, wait. You <laughs> I'll can't, slow down. you can't I'll just, slow down. you can't just skip over. Cain and Abel like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got it because what you're dealing with, we've tied a white or black face to it. Yes. But this is, this is actually in every race. It's in every this person. is in this. Uh, I don't want to admit that it's in me. But, <laughs> well, but, but, but no, no, <laughs> I, I know what you're saying. No, you. no, no. But this is, this is good, deep stuff. So listen to this because... The first time murder showed up, mm-hmm. it showed up with Cain killing mm-hmm. Abel. Yes. And so go back to that. Yeah. Break that down a little bit. Don't, don't just uh, slow down. <laughs> yeah, well, so well, now talk about that real quick because this is at the heart mm-hmm. of any type. Uh, any type. Of of murder or or racism or oppression or domination or or whatever a quest for power or quest for power basically so, so talk so, about that so you 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 see Cain and Abel first of all let's take off the table what is not there there is no race component mm-hmm. let's also take something else off the table there's no gender component right right <laughs> there's no there's no man and woman thing. Let's take off the table. There is no, there is no real economic. There's no real economic component. Yeah, there's no real economic component at all. So all of the things that you and I would generally see as the fault lines of our civilization do not exist between Cain and Abel. These are people born of the same parents, virtually in the same house, so to speak. They're brothers. They're connected by blood, but somebody's aim. Mm. Somebody's goal, goal. Oh, are you what, listening? What somebody wow. wants, yeah, is different than mm. the other. And so, in order to achieve what I want, whether that want is a material thing, or whether that want is abstract in this form of power or or recognition, or look at me and not him or them, whatever that want is, here he is for the sake of a desire and an aim of his own. He's willing to make his brother a victim. Right? And so he takes his brother's life. And so this is the genesis. This shows us the baseline of human nature. Right? Because all this other stuff is yet to develop. We, we don't have any of these other lines to draw. Right. Here is simply a murder born of someone having a sinister aim that they feel as though their brother's existence impedes them from achieving. And so, and so here we are. Their brother's existence. existence. And what he did, uh, it prevents him from achieving. So Cain looks at, at Abel's sacrifice, and he brings a better sacrifice than him. And Cain doesn't. And God accepted it. God accepts it, but Cain Because is, he brought a correct sacrifice. Because he did it right. And well, then he rejects Cain. Cain's. Because Cain brought up the cursed ground. Yeah, exactly. And Cain, he and can't, Cain couldn't he, he cannot with coexist with that. Why? <laughs> because at the end of the day... Because of his own pride. Instead of fixing the offering, he killed his brother. Instead of fixing the offering, he kills his brother. Right. Instead of dealing with the fatal flaw in himself. He blames his brother for his failure. Exactly. Which is the essence of all narcissism. Right? Is that everything around me must adjust to me. 
<laughs> because wow. the flaw can't be in me. I gotta get up. <laughs> I gotta get up and walk off the set, <laughs> man. Yeah. Whoa. And so and so here oh. we are. So here we wow. are as a baseline establishing this mm. this issue, this glitch in the human uh, makeup, right? That that is what we do. We look outside of ourselves, and we have a greater tendency and willingness to blame others. You're my reason why I can't, why I don't. And I've got to find a way to either box you in, stop you, or what have you, so that I can achieve my aims, my goals. So now, let's, let's, let's expand on this, okay? Because we, we have to talk about some pretty uncomfortable things to kind of see the import of Scripture as it diagnoses all of this for us. Right. Because if we're not careful... For us as black people, let's bring it all home to the modern, right now, present issue we're dealing with. We have to deal with a very uncomfortable truth that speaks to this uh, biblical truth. And that is, how did we get here as blacks in America? The saga, the story, the historical battle against oppression. Yes, there has been white supremacy. Yes, there's been all these different things that have been done in this nation. We, 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 know, the, we know the history writ large. We've seen it. How did we get here, though? Because if we go back in history, we find that our ancestors were sold into slavery before they were sold as slaves. Yeah. And I, and I only make that difference because if you're a slave, you're a slave. But I only make that difference to, to draw attention to the fact that it is that we were slaves before becoming we, slaves right. to Europeans or whites here in America. Right. You know, and so nobody likes to deal with the fact that, of course, there is no racial component there right. to contribute to the fact that we were owned because of the tribalism in the, in the continent of Africa. Uh, even to this day, I mean, we're talking about centuries, decades of bloodshed mm -hmm. up into the tens of thousands, if not, if not counting even higher than that when you count them all from from everything from the tribalism between the, 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 the Hutu and the Tutsi, the, the, the Kawukus, the, you name it. It goes on and on and on and on and on. And there is no race component there. But yet, there are aims. Mm. There are goals. There is a quest for power. Wow. There is a need to control. And so even with the racial component being mute, they're not a part of it. There, was still there is still bloodshed. That was trying to yes. dominate and enslave yes. the others. There's still a caste system. So this is this is a spirit. This this is it, human this beings. This is human fallen. <laughs> this is the, us. The, 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 the cursed nature. This is us. Yes. That came in Adam that was displayed in his son Cain. Mm -hmm. And came down through humanity and it precedes color. Oh, my God, yes. It, it has nothing to do with color. It's, God. It, it has to do with fallen human nature. Yes. Because, as you just bore out, you have races enslaving their own race. Well, that's how... And like Cain killing his own brother. Absolutely. And so we're dealing, we're dealing with, with a, a, a defect... Yes, sir. ...in human nature that causes this kind of stuff mm -hmm. to happen, pick yes. up. If you look at it, even people think, that, uh, people think that all even white people are the same, and they're not. Right. They have centuries-long feuds amongst their own. Absolutely. For example, we have here in America the, 
the, and, and I use this because these are just the terms used, you have the southern white redneck mm-hmm. versus the white northern Yankee, mm-hmm. and this, this difference of culture and acculturation, these, this angst between the two of them. Uh, there's a particular professor, I have a book in my library, and uh, this is not to be offensive because the author is white, but it's to use the terminology he used for the title of his book. It's called Cracker Culture, yeah. and it's Celtic ways in the Old South. It's a provocative look at the way the South live, their culture, their acculturation. And what he's examining in the book and lays out with all kinds of just stunning evidence and facts is that the Civil War, in essence, it was not just a battle over slavery, even though that was a part of it. It was not just a battle in a nation that had issues, but the undercurrent of it was the difference in acculturation between the northern whites that migrated from a different part of England than the southern whites, right? And so their cultural differences, their angst between one another was the undercurrent that culminated right. in a civil war because they had different ideas about family, education, different pursuits. They had a different culture altogether. And so we've often drawn these lines, like I said, along the, the color line, but it's human nature that we're seeing. Right. And color is just the easiest thing to ascertain. Right. And so you have this quest in human beings for power, for control. It, it's almost as though if you've watched the movie, you see people wrestling, the, the, the protagonist and the antagonist in the movie are wrestling mm-hmm. at the end, fighting the hero against the villain, and the gun is loose in the floor, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and everybody's fighting to see who can get the gun because whoever gets the gun has the leverage, right? And human nature is basically that writ large. That's what we're like. Without Christ. Without Christ. We're, wow. we, we, we're getting there, okay. right? <laughs> and so without, without him, we're constantly grappling for control. And this is why, irregardless of the color of skin, if, if black people had never come to America, the assumption is that they would have a, a more safe existence where they were. But they don't ever admit that where they were, they were sold into slavery. Wow. So it doesn't exist. This utopia, this idea, this this difference that we we feel like if had not been for this, we would be here. Right. It does not exist in human nature. The, the, The very history of mankind has been tyranny, control, and poverty. That is that has been the nature of man and the history of man throughout all time. And so we see all of these wars, if they're not along racial lines, then they're along gender lines. Mm-hmm. If they're not along gender lines, they're socioeconomic lines. If they're not along socioeconomic lines, then it's lines between labor and management. Yeah. Then you've got women who draw lines between themselves. Yeah. Then in our race, we'll draw lines between shades of blackness. Right. And, and with this, I mean, yeah. and it just goes on and on and on and on. Why? That party spirit. <laughs> Because there, it is there, the there, flesh. It is the flesh. <laughs> There's a party spirit in the flesh. That there, is what we there, are. There is this human oh, nature yes. to we div- divide. We divide along. To dissent. In church. We, we cut along denominational lines. Wow. Because we have different aims, different goals, different pursuits. And, and we, we have this idea of what's going to put us in the position of leverage. Right? in society, in the church, or wherever, and we're constantly, always partying, because in the party, uh, it, it appeals to the, the baseline in human nature to be extremely insecure also. And see, in the party, I find strength if I'm insecure. Right. 
right? And so I find a sense of identity when I can group up and when I, <laughs> when I can be with this one and we can kind of connect in thought and kind of, uh, uh, I, I guess you could say, assemble around the same grievances, a symbol around the same aim for power, a symbol around whatever issue it may be for us. And when we do, we party and we fight and we end up tribal, right? And that's what we're seeing in our nation and in the world. So it has nothing to do with color of skin. You could separate us to the four flung corners of the earth where black never crossed white, white never crossed yellow, yellow Still never be crossed the brown. Same problem. And within brown, yellow, black, and white, we would be drawing lines to party. Wow. Right? And so at the end of the day, we have to tackle this truth if we're going to get anywhere. I believe it. Because as long as we are finding our identity in all of these superficial things, it is going to be a never-ending war. Wow. Now, this is where Jesus comes on the scene. Yeah. Right? I, I want to show you something that's also in Galatians. It's Galatians chapter 3. I'm just going to sit back the rest of the day. <laughs> Let me cross my legs. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, no. No, you're going to have no, something to say about no, this. No, 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 man. Flow. <laughs> but here we go. Here we go. We're, we're in Galatians chapter 3. And this speaks to the importance and relevance of Christ in more ways than just individual salvation of our soul. That Jesus is far bigger than that. Right. You know, and, and anybody that is in the interest of reconciliation, unity, equality, all of these wonderful things that we say we desire, you cannot be in the interest of that and not point people to Jesus. Now, you may say, well, that's a Christian worldview because you're a Christian. Well, it is, but still. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. It's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth, right? You cannot point, uh, you, you, you cannot aim at those things without pointing people to Jesus because that's where unity is. Right. You can't aim for equity. You can't aim for justice without pointing people to Jesus because that's where it is, right? And so if we're not willing to introduce Christ into the argument, then we're grasping at straws, right? Because there no, there's no way to, in a secular manner, that is apart from including Jesus, intellectualize our way into unity and equity and justice, it's impossible. Right. Why? Because the nature of man is going to eventually splinter. Right. That's just what he does, right? And so Jesus here is, is our answer. Look at what it says in Galatians 3 and 26. It says, For ye are all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there's neither bond nor free. There's neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. And if you be Christ, I got to yeah. keep reading this. Yeah. Then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So we see here the Apostle Paul addressing the fracturing of mankind. Right. Jew, Greek, bond, free, right. male, female. Male, female is, is obvious, gender. But we're looking at race and we're looking at class as well. But what I want to draw your attention to is verse 27. It says, For as many of you has, as have been baptized into Christ have put him on. Right. Now, this word baptize, there are a couple of Greek words for baptize. One is bapto and one is baptizo. Mm -hmm. And it's a little nuanced in the Greek as to how to properly define it and understand which one is being used when you're reading it in the New Testament. But in this particular case, they say that Baptism is best understood by a recipe from like 200 B.C. Of a, of, a, of a poet named Nicander. And he had this recipe for pickling vegetables, 
right? And you read this in some lexicons. Not everyone is going to tell you this story, but some lexicons actually give you this story. And they say it's the best way to understand the word for baptized because in this recipe, Nicander uses both Greek words because, of course, he speaks and writes in Greek. And he says, when you want to pickle a vegetable, you first immerse, which is what baptism means, Mm -hmm. you immerse the vegetable in boiling water, in water. Secondly, you immerse it in the vinegar solution, Mm -hmm. which is what pickles it. Right. And he says the difference is when you immerse it, both of them deal with immersion, but the second immersion into the vinegar produces a absolute change. Yeah. So the vegetable is no longer what it was before. So it's talking about us being immersed in Christ to the point of losing our prior identity. Absolutely. You see? And so this is where Jesus offers to mankind the only, only way to be unified, the only way to have reconciliation, the only way to get rid of the splintering, the only way to get rid of the strife, and that is to be immersed in your identity in him. In Christ, wow. And in order to do that, you have to lose all of these superficial markers you're using to identify yourself by. See, I'm not black first. Right. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not male even first. I'm not yeah. my class first. I'm not, I'm not my history. People say, well, I want to <laughs> trace my history. Well, good luck with that. Wow. Because what is the statute of limitations? How far back do you go? Because if you're truly in, interested in you're tracing it. You're going all it, the way back to Adam. You're going all the way back to Adam. <laughs> and if you're going back to Adam, you're going back to the Father God and the Creator, right? right? right. And if you've got to go back there, you've got to now deal with what the Creator offered as your Redeemer. Right. When you fail. So, so evidently, all roads lead to Jesus. All roads lead to <laughs> right? Jesus. Oh, somebody need to type that. All roads, all roads lead to Jesus. All roads lead to him. Absolutely. And so what you yes, find, sir. what you find in human nature, what we're seeing today writ large in our streets and in our cities, is you're seeing the flesh and its tendency of what it does when we aim to marginalize and separate Christ from society. Right. We don't, we don't, I mean, we're, we're even in, a, in an age where we're questioning the validity of Jesus and his redemption. And it's a sad thing because I see Christians who are not being bold enough to tell people. Right. Look, we're not going to use intellect. We're not going to get together and, and have these uh, bargaining agreements right. <laughs> for this to work. The nature of man is going to have to be changed. Right. Because there is no way. And see, and this is the thing that it, it brings and up an issue. Only Christ can change that. Only Christ can do it. But it brings up an issue because people look in the church <laughs> who are supposed to be baptized in him, and they see these same splinterings. Right. They see this same faction and party spirit. Well, it's a work of the flesh. Wow. Therefore, you can have Christ, but does he have you? Mm. And this is why I tell people, I tell people this, and this is why... You know, the Apostle Paul, he tells us in Romans chapter 12 that we're transformed by the renewing of our mind, right? That we may prove what is a good and perfect and acceptable will of God. I tell people this all the time, and it almost sounds sacrilegious to people, but if they listen, it's Bible, and I'm, I'm not trying to lead them astray. And it is this. Satan doesn't mind if you give Jesus your heart if he can keep your head. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because... 
If he can keep a hold of your head. That's Romans 12, too. Uh, that, that, that's it all day. I mean, so. You will find yourself born again in Christ. And still having to deal with all that. Manifesting all the works of the flesh. Still being divisive. Still being racist. Still Absolutely. sect-driven. Party-driven. Party-driven. Getting into your little sex and your beliefs and your ideas. Yeah, absolutely. All of it. All of those things. And, and so we have to have a, a reckoning within the body to have a real, we, we call it come to Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to come to Jesus for real and really have a death to self. Yeah. And have a real coming to Jesus about really what we're going to do. Am I going to truly lose? And that goes for whites and blacks because this is another thing that, that the scripture points out to us, this being a work of the flesh. This whole idea that we've allowed secular society and the academy, those in academia, those who are considered our intellectuals, our brightest minds, we've allowed them to give us a definition of what racism is instead of letting this give us the definition. Right. Right? Not thinking about the fact that they have their own aims. They right? have a goal. Yes, because they are natural men. Right. Right? And they're not, they're not reasoning in the light of Scripture. They're reasoning in themselves. Right. And so... They have given this idea of racism that really puts the ownership of racism with one race. Wow. But now if we go back in the history, and this is the thing that gets me, uh, if you were to talk about any given subject, let, let's, let's talk about the biggest one, slavery, right, and how blacks were enslaved by white Europeans. Well, between 15 and 1700, North African pirates of the Barbary coast of Africa enslaved one million white Europeans. Wow. But it's completely just skipped over in history and the history and the study of the history of slavery. Nobody thinks about it. I was, uh, I, I love Muhammad Ali. He's, he was one of, my, one of my idols growing up. Everybody loved the greatest, mm -hmm. right? But it's a real unique thing <laughs> that, that I hate to bring up because I don't want to mess with anybody's icon, but it's just the truth. Muhammad Ali changed his name from Cassius Clay because he didn't want his slave name. Right? He didn't want to take the slave name or the name given to him uh, by his masters or his oppressor. Mm -hmm. So he took Muhammad Ali. Mm -hmm. Muhammad Ali is Arabic. Right. And if you go back in the history of slavery, Arabs enslaved more blacks than whites ever did. Wow. You see, so it has created this... <laughs> wow. It, it has created this real crazy scenario in the minds of men in which our righteous mind has been hijacked by mythology. Right? By a myth, by things that are not uh, completely told, right? Because men have their own Agenda, aims. Right. They have it, their own aims. It goes back to the party spirit or the spirit of heresy. And I love that the scripture uh, in the King James uses the word heresy because all division is supported by lies. Mm. All of it. Every bit of it. Because if we were to tell all division, all of it. Is supported by lies. lies. The division from races, the division in a nation, the division in your home. If you divide it between you and your spouse, there is a lie somewhere promoting that division. Ooh, right? God. So, so, so I love the fact that it says oh. that because, because if we tell the truth, mm. right, there is not a race on planet Earth exonerated from sin against one another. Absolutely. If we, if we just get really honest about it, if we just drop all of the aims, 
drop all of the desire for leverage to leverage against the other race, if we drop all of the misconceptions and the presuppositions and all of the incomplete history and really tell the panoramic truth of the human condition, nobody gets off free. Wow. And, wow. Because we're sinners. Wow. That's what we are. And so any reform. See, I was um, driving over here you know, for the broadcast today and Attorney General Barr was on talking about the reforms that have to be made with policing and the reforms that have to be made, you know, um, with law, the reforms that have to be made. Yeah. See, nothing can be reformed, though, and this is what people do not understand. Because of that human nature element, the only thing that can deal with the flesh is walk in the spirit. Bro. And so people don't it, like it, that. But so that's, that's it, it. it doesn't matter what <laughs> anybody it. signs. That's it. it doesn't matter what anybody does <laughs> when it. they come to the table. Yeah. It doesn't matter what anybody says when they say we agree. It doesn't matter what you stand up and teach and say how we come together, whatever, protest, speak out, whatever. Mm-hmm. Unless all roads lead to Jesus. Brother. Unless all roads lead to Jesus, who has the only power to change human nature and mm-hmm. cause us to lose all of our selfish ambitions yes. and identities and sex mm-hmm. and party spirits yes. <laughs> and all of that. And become one mm-hmm. where there is no black, no white. There is no male, no female, no, no bond, no free, no class, no white trash, no, you know, yes. um, um, you know, white elites. No, no, it, well, none of that. Until all of that is out in which only Christ can bring. Yeah. There will be no change. Yeah. And so if Jesus doesn't get, see, what you just taught now needs to be taught in police academies. Mm-hmm. See, they got to let us in. Yeah. They got to let the gospel in because, see, when you, uh, when you put Christ in there and the way we see people and the way we can't stereotype people and we can't see people that way, and if people get that in their heart, then they can't ever do what they did mm-hmm. to George Floyd, no matter what he did. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. You can't do it. And you can't do what they're doing in Chicago. No. You can't, you can't do what we do to one another. You can't do what we do um, from a standpoint of, uh, because this is the reason I keep this globe out here, because there are race wars being fought all over the globe. Oh, yeah, by people who look like China and Hong Kong. Oh, God. That, who look, the that's same. the same China, Hong Kong, right now, oppression going on where China has moved in, broken the treaty mm-hmm. with Hong Kong, trying to force them to, to elect their political leaders, mm-hmm. usurping their sovereignty and freedom right now. Right now. Oppressing Absolutely. their own people and they're all Asian. Mm-hmm. And so this, this whole thing, it's all over the globe. It's in the Middle East. That's what the whole fight is about in Israel. That's what the whole war is about. In the Middle East, that's what all of these battles are about. 
And so we got to deal with that, that human nature yeah. that has this thing in us since Cain. Yes, <laughs> it's in there. I mean, it happened that early since Cain. And, and see, Satan's role is that Satan provides the philosophy mm. to support the flaw. Yeah. Right? And so, as the scripture talks about doctrines of devils, yeah. uh, Satan provides the constant whispering and suggestions to keep us divided. Yeah. And he constantly keeps... And, and we, we think one of the reasons why you talked about us and how institutions have, have to let the gospel in, and it's because... One of the reasons why people have kind of been obstinate to that is because, number one, it's Jesus, right? And, and, and the Satan doesn't want to let him in, so he's going to fight. But people think the Bible is not adequate to speak to a lot of things. You know, they kind of, they, one of the works that the devil has really done on our brains has been to compartmentalize this book. Mm -hmm. And so it's adequate and good for us to come inside of the church building, open it up, and you can preach it here all day and every day. But for it to be applicable to the world at large and its institutions, people are kind of like, eh, you know. But the thing about it is, is that Jesus is very applicable. It's just that a biblical concept of justice is desegregated. A biblical concept of poverty and how to get rid of it is desegregated. Mm -hmm. He doesn't give leverage to anybody. Right. He, everybody's guilty. Everybody's wrong. Every, it, all no, have sinned and, all come, have short sinned and come short of the glory. So nobody is sitting So nobody here. can come before Jesus no, and be like, hey, no, hey, no. we we I'm doing it right. I, I, and, and no, if it wasn't for them no, no, over no. there, right. we Jesus said, no, all no, y'all wrong. No, it doesn't, it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work. So so he gives no leverage to anybody. Wow. He, gives that, he doesn't give that away to anybody. And he comes and says, no, all your answers are found in me. Right? I am the way, not a way, the way. I am the truth, not a truth, the truth, and I am, I am the, the life. life, right? And so he creates this, he, he lets us know that he's exclusive. In other words, there's nothing else. This is it. Right? And human nature can't really deal with that. It cannot do it. Now, is that to say, uh, since that is true, are we saying that there should be no efforts made to make agreements? In the, no, absolutely not. But those efforts are going to be very... Uh, temporary at best mm -hmm. because because the, because sheets of paper can't change human nature oh sir that's good yeah you can't legislate human nature can't do it it takes a heart change mm -hmm. by Christ and that change comes by the preaching of the gospel they got to let us in the preaching of the gospel, like you said, is relative to everything. Mm -hmm. You just sit up here and gave a whole history lesson going all the way back from Cain to Africa. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and I mean, the Bible speaks to everything. Yes, it does. Jesus, and I, and I keep saying this statement, nobody's smarter than God. Right Nobody there. is smarter than God, and until we do it God's way, we're going to constantly have all of these systems working, all these sects, all of this strife, all of this division, but the one place it should not be. Come on, man. Is in the church. Come on. Help us. 
whether you're white, black, Asian, European, Latin, whether you're Canadian, whatever <laughs> you are, Australian, what, whatever, it should not be in the believers. And that's where we got to start. Oh, that's where it has Making to Making sure we preach this stuff out of our congregations, out of ourselves, then out of our congregations as pastors, where we do not sect up, divide up, that we do not have aims and agendas and goals, that we do not divide, but we preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, and that's what the world needs. That's it. Man. Listen, man, is there any parting words you want to say? No. Anything you want no. to add to it? No, I'm just, we, that, wow. Jesus is it. Jesus is it. He is the only answer for this. So listen, y'all share this. This has got to get out. I've tried to tell you in a coded way that we're having trouble kind of getting the word out <laughs> on um, these social media platforms because of what we're talking about. <clears throat> and Jesus, believe it or not, is being censored on all social media platforms. You say, Jesus, you put the word of God out. They don't really want that. So we need your help to share these videos and hope that they can get to the right minds and so that we can stop all of this dissension, mm -hmm. heresy, sect, division, denominations, races, parties, all of it. Mm. See you next week. I pray you were blessed by today's podcast. Take a moment and subscribe to it and review it and share it with someone else so that we can stay connected. Be blessed.